I've learned so much from NABPAC this summer. It's difficult to pinpoint a place to begin. Welcome back to the Facts About PACs podcast. I'm Michaela Isler, NAPAC's executive director. And I'm Adam Belmar. We are sitting in the same room at NAPAC HQ on this post-4th of July back-to-the-air podcast tape. I love this, Adam. We need to do this more often. I know. It's quite wonderful. And uh, did you have a good holiday? We did. We we were at the beach and we got to do the usual, you know, 4th of July parade, which was super fun. We got some fireworks in and... Uh, some good grilling, saw friends. It was absolutely fantastic. And I tell you what, being back in the capital city today, it's not as busy as I would have thought with Congress in session all but for a minute. And you were up on the hill today, walking around the halls of Congress, weren't you? We were. The first thing I said when we walked in was it feels a little quieter than I had anticipated because uh, every morning this week, it's been the traffic's been heavy and everyone seems back from their 4th of July break. So. Yeah, that's how you know that it's game on in Washington, you see when the traffic and everybody who's listening to this podcast knows that that is true. And we're in that sprint and we've got basically two and a half weeks till Yeah, they... get it done until they go away. Yeah. Well, everybody listening, today is a special podcast episode for all of us. We are doing what we did last year and we're taking an opportunity to think about how important it is to give back both to our interns and to enfranchised folks who are coming while they're still studying and figuring out whether government relations or even a career in PAC management is something for them. And so today we're going to take the opportunity to interview Austin Givens, who's been our outstanding TFAS intern this year. Michaela, are you excited about having that conversation? Oh, absolutely. She's been an absolute delight to have with us this summer. It has been a busy summer. We, as we talk about our NAPPA activities on every episode, we've hit the ground running when Austin joined on her first day. And uh, it's hard to believe that we've only got two weeks left together. But if we could just talk about a couple of things as we sort of round out the month, we've got a couple of great events coming up next week. We have our Let's Talk series that we've implemented this year. We're doing a little bit of a different take on that, really how to maximize your membership with NAPPA. It's an opportunity for our members to just sort of hop on for 30 minutes, learn a little bit more about the events that we have throughout the year, but also just the resources within our resource library online, reminding our members that they have access to both our PAC help hotline and our legal hotline. So a great opportunity for members to come and just ask some questions and make sure they're getting the most out of their membership. Yeah, for everybody who is a member of NAPAC and a listener of this podcast, we are taping in the conference room right off the main lobby where NAPAC's HQ is. And we had this wonderful event with almost 100 people who were here. And it's just, it's special when everybody in our membership gets together and we have great resources. So this Let's Talk is important. Yeah. And then actually, I'm really excited because you remember at the beginning of the pandemic, we began our policymaker speaker series. And so for the first time ever, we are bringing that uh, in person next week uh, here at headquarters. So I'm excited to uh, we have great attendance and, uh, you know, member of Congress coming to visit with us in person opportunities for us to talk about who we are and the issues of importance to us. The Facts About PACs podcast is produced especially for the members of the National Association of Business Political Action Committees. In every episode, we recap this week's NAPPA activities, share actionable intelligence and best practices, all while connecting the PAC community. And today's episode is brought to you by Chainbridge Bank. Are you looking for a financial partner who actually understands PACs? End the frustration by crossing the bridge to better banking with Chainbridge Bank, a group who specializes in the financial needs of the corporate and association PAC space. 
Chainbridge Bank. They know PACs. Thanks, Adam. And thanks, as always, to our friends at Chainbridge Bank for always supporting NAPAC and uh, specifically our podcast. Joining us now is Austin Gibbons. Uh, she is a student at Wofford College in South Carolina. And uh, I'm really excited to have her here with us today because much like our intern from last summer, she is part of the Fund for American Studies program, TFAS. And for our sort of loyal listeners, um, we've talked about this program a number of times. We've had the head of their internship program from TFAS come and speak to our members uh, about all the great programming that they do and the wonderful young student leaders that they bring to Washington. And so I'm excited to have this conversation today and, and welcome Austin to the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate all the kind words, very kind words. I'm, I'm just very happy to be here and very thankful for the opportunity. Yeah, you are a rising senior at Wofford, and this has been a very formative summer for you. You've had some clear idea, perhaps, of what you wanted to do, but tell everybody listening, this really helped you crystallize and get sure about where you're pointed in your future. Oh, absolutely. It has taught me more about myself and where I hope to be in just even a couple of years, 10 years from now, than I've learned more than I ever thought I would coming into this program. I am a currently a double major in English and government with a concentration in American politics. And I have been debating law school, was kind of leaning towards it, but oftentimes you do hear that typical narrative of, oh, I don't go to law school. It's so long and it will take forever and it's a lot of studying. And I'm definitely willing to put in the work, but it, I need to make sure that it's something that I'm actually passionate about. And I had felt that it was, but I just really wasn't sure what was going to be the thing or the... So what was the thing? What what about shadowing Michaela Isler and being a part of this team helped to show you that it was the thing? Oh, it definitely just being able to go with Michaela to these meetings and sit in with our lobbying firms and go to the Hill and speak with members of Congress has been such an informative experience for me, particularly in realizing just the intricacies of campaign finance law. And there are issues that as a student, I've never really considered. And being able to realize that there's just a different role you can play. Like I had no idea about what exactly it means to be working in government relations. It's something that had never really been emphasized for me before. And just realizing that the work that Michaela and NAPAC are doing it really presented this several paths for me, one being I could come straight back to D.C. and lobby and go through that way, or the other being go to law school and potentially study something like campaign finance law and come back. And I'm a person who loves school. It's a very nerdy thing to say, but I love learning and I really love getting into the weeds of things. And it's taught me a lot about myself and that I really like to get into the dirty work of things. And it showed me that law school's the right path for me because I really like to specialize in an area and become so passionate about it and do everything I can for it. And just seeing how passionate Michaela is about everything that NAPAC does, it really has demonstrated to me that I wanna find something that means that much to me and keep pursuing it. And honestly, I've really enjoyed campaign finance law. So that might be it for me too. Well, that that is exciting. Um, but I think, you know, TFAS, Adam, that we talked a lot about even last year with Mark, one of the great things about this program is all the special events and the guest lecturers that get to come in. And I think, too, Austin, you had an opportunity to hear from a judge on the Court of Appeals. And I think that was also sort of a defining moment for you. 
I would say if I had to pinpoint exactly one moment like outside of NAPAC related activities, absolutely. That was the moment for me because we were very fortunate. Um, we had the opportunity to do, they called it a judiciary site briefing. So it was essentially an overview of the judicial system. And we spoke with a court of appeals judge about his career and his path. And some things he said really impacted me because he discussed that having a law degree, there are clearly many things you can do without one, but having one gives you so many opportunities. And just the key piece of advice I've heard from him and from everyone is passion is key. And if it's something that you're passionate about, that's me you can do. And I'd never really considered being able to use a law degree in, say, the government relations sector and being like a, a legal counsel for a particular company or corporation is a role I'd never envisioned having. But now I'm very, very interested in attending law school and perhaps pursuing a career like that. So that was a defining moment for me is just sitting there and realizing how enveloped I was in every word he was saying. And it really just resonated with me. Well, and I think, too, um, I kind of want to dig in a little bit because she's been an incredible help to the NAMPAC team. And we've had some, uh, I think, some interesting research projects. But uh, part of the TFAS summer program is, uh, you know, it attracts our future business and policy leaders to D.C. And you kind of get that opportunity to sort of examine that practical versus uh, theoretical environment. Let's talk a little bit about like what you've learned at NAMPAC and maybe you could talk a little bit about some of the research projects that you've been working on. Absolutely. I've learned so much from NAMPAC this summer. It's difficult to pinpoint a place to begin, but I did research getting the percentages and exact breakdowns from what each member of the 118th Congress accepted from business packs specifically in the 2022 election cycle. So that was incredibly informative. And it has been such an informative process because I've learned a lot about this specific Congress, which I'm thankful for, and also what goes into lobbying and trade associations, really, because that's exactly why I came to D.C. is I really wasn't sure how any of these things worked from the inside out. I may have learned definitions on paper, but I wanted to be a part of that experience. And it it's really impactful to see that something I'm doing as an intern is actually useful. So I'm very thankful to have been part of that. I love this because it makes me feel as though the work that we have done here at the Facts About Pact in talking to researchers at universities around the country, business trade association and corporate employee funded PACs are completely transparent. All of the things that you're talking about are available through the FEC. Anyone can find them, but what you can do with that in, in, in the cross-referencing and helping to better paint a picture of where we are in the 118th, because sometimes there's dissonance between the rhetoric that you hear from people and what they are actually doing. And I, I think that when you pull the curtain back and because the data is there, you found your passion because you found the data to back it up, to really get in there and understand all of the elements. I mean, this is what you teach in your graduate level class, Michaela. Yeah, I mean, I think some of this has been just sort of the PAC 101 and, right. and really an education on who we are and how we operate and how we're regulated. And I do think you, Austin has mentioned a few times, like she was very enlightened by a lot of those discussions. Um, but yeah, I mean, backing up, that's where that practical versus theoretical comes into play. And that's what I love so much about this TFAS program. She's also taking classes at um, George Mason. And so would love to hear a little bit about what, what that focus is on. Absolutely. I'd be happy to talk about that. Funny story about getting started there is initially when I applied to TFAS, they have several different tracks and 
how I've ended up in that pack is I'm in business and government relations. But initially I had applied to be in the leadership and American presidency track because I thought that would fit more with my major and the way that economics is often talked about at Wofford. It's very mathematical and I am not a math person. So that really wasn't appealing to me. But when I was applying for TFAS, um, my program advisor, who's been absolutely amazing and I couldn't have done any of this without her either, but she put me in the business and government relations program. And I was a little intimidated at first. And because that meant I would have to take an economics class. And uh, she actually was very, very helpful. She had a phone call with me to reassure me that it was going to be something beneficial for me. And it absolutely is. So the class is with George Mason and it's called Economics for the Citizen. And it aims to teach students about the economic way of thinking and how specifically a free market economy affects policy. And if you are interested in the government relations field, then what aspects of the economy should you understand in order to make policy that's actually going to help people? And I have to say, I'm really surprised by how much that I feel like I've grasped from this class because I was really worried that it was going to be too confusing, too mathematical, but that has not been the case at all. It's very concept driven and I could not be more thankful that that is where I've ended up because it's taught me so much about the way that the economy plays a role in affecting both the government and it's really informed my internship here considering NAPAC works with some of the top businesses and corporations in the country. It's been really enlightening to see how these policies affect just ordinary people too, not even just the members of those corporations. Michaela, you you used to say a lot on this show that when people are looking for an opportunity in the business community, that that this area, PAC management, is a great opportunity, especially as a younger professional. And so many of those people that we've talked to on this show who've come in as young professionals have come to the same conclusion that Austin has, has learned a great deal, become energized, and really sort of probably understand the impact that this kind of advocacy can have. This can be duplicated by every one of our PAC directors who's a listener to this show by bringing in interns and by having a great flow of new talent that's available to come into the industry. Yeah, it's so foundational to whatever you want to do, whether it's become a lawyer, run government relations, or even go work on the Hill. You know, that's why we're so passionate, even from our DEI task force, um, our focus on sort of developing that pipeline of young professionals that want to come into the PAC space. And we work so hard over the summer. We partner with Ellie Shaw at PAC Pals. And so one of the other things that we've done uh, here at NABPAC uh, is hosted all of the DC interns from our member companies and trade associations for a luncheon so that they can all meet each other. And and some are from TFAS, some are not. We've had some educational programming on just professional development. And then also we're doing another sort of wrap up webinar just to sort of say, okay, you've all had these great experiences. Now what? What are you going to do with this? Where, where are you going to go from here? And so it's it feels very actionable and uh, sort of a worthwhile conversation for them to all have together. Was that good for everybody to be able to meet folks from other schools who are also taking internships here in the summer? Absolutely. It was amazing. I'm very lucky to be here with TFAS because I have gotten to meet a lot of students that way, but I've often imagined what it would be like if I was not a part of that. And it would be for certain very intimidating. And I am really glad that we were able to do that luncheon because even with the connections I've already been able to make, getting to meet other interns that aren't a part of TFAS was just amazing to see people like me and people who have interests, maybe similar to mine, maybe totally different, but just all people who are passionate about what they're doing and why they're here. It was really informative. So you're originally from Charleston 
and you're getting ready to graduate in the coming year from Wofford. Were there a lot of people at your school who were familiar with TFAS or did you find that on your own? Well, interestingly enough, this is the first year that Wofford and TFAS have, I don't know if partnered's the right word, but um, one of the head staff at TFAS knows my government advisor and professor back at Wofford. And he's been very impactful on my entire experience. He's the reason I'm a gov major and got interested in politics to begin with. So shout out to Dr. Alvis for that. But he was the one that made the connection to TFAS for me and actually nine other Wofford students who are here with TFAS for the summer. So we all applied in the fall and then were accepted, which was amazing. And we were able to find that relationship through this professor. And he individually approached each of us and encouraged that we apply. And I'm very thankful that he did because I'm not sure how else I might have come across it. But anybody who has the opportunity, I would certainly recommend TFAS if you're interested whatsoever in any aspect of government or business. McKilly, you, you mentioned that we were pulling together uh, for a luncheon here, people in the NEPAC community and their interns. What do you hear from members and PAC directors who've had the opportunity to have interns come in and be a part of this? Are they always finding it to be really beneficial both to them and to the students? I think it's a godsend for most of the PAC directors because as we've talked a lot about on this show, most of the PAC directors are sort of a team of one or maybe one and a half. So uh, even for us here at NAPAC to have an extra set of hands um, throughout the summer is just enormously effective and helpful. And, And for me, you know, this is one of the most favorite parts of my job. I mean, that's part of the reason why I teach at GW and teach the PACs in Congress classes, because I'm very passionate about helping young professionals like Austin and Mark and so many others who think they are interested in coming to Washington, D.C. one day or working in politics to sort of provide that opportunity in that avenue and open some doors, uh, make some connections. And so I think the fact that they've all been able to meet one another, my hope is that I don't know about you, Adam, but when I first came to Washington, I didn't know a soul on the Hill. And, you know, it's it's daunting and it's a little overwhelming. And so to maybe have some familiar faces that they um, connected with in their summer here in Washington is really important for me because I think it just makes this town feel a little bit smaller and more accessible. Yeah, I've always felt like knowing what to expect, having walked in a building before and knowing whether you're going left or right or how the the numbers and the, you know, on the doors of the members tell you which floor you're going to and not feel as intimidated. I will share with this audience that, and I was trying to think whether it was the late 80s or the early 90s, but I spent a summer as an intern on Capitol Hill. And uh, for me, it was sort of telling me what I didn't want at the time. I decided that I didn't think that this was right for me, that I didn't want to work on the Hill. I was keen on being a journalist and I decided to sort of turn more in that direction. But you can only make those decisions once you've had opportunity, the kind that you're talking about, Austin. It's really spurred you on. It's helped you focus on the law degree and the study area that you're you're going to move into. For me, it just sort of zeroed out something and said, maybe this isn't right, but maybe you can come back to it later. And, and I was able to, but it's formative because it it just opens your eyes and it, it helps you build a worldview. Adam, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I've learned so much being here that I never could have possibly learned just in a classroom. And I've learned, like you said, things that I maybe don't want to do, but I've learned far more about the things that I do want to do and that I'm passionate about. And it's just given me so much more direction in my life that I never would have had without the opportunity to intern with NAPAC and participate in all the wonderful programming that TFAS offers. 
Well, Austin, I just want to take a moment to thank you so much for joining us this summer. It's just our yeah, we're the lucky ones. I mean, you, we are. you have taken and made the most out of it for yourself. We're the ones who are honored and everybody who got to meet you across all of the events that you helped put together and the research that you put together has benefited everybody who's a member and a listener of this show. We thank you for that. Thank y'all so much. You just have the nicest thing to say and I could return the thank yous and praises a million times over because I cannot say how meaningful it's been to me to have people that are so supportive of what I'm doing and welcoming and just ready to help with absolutely anything and teach me everything they can in just two months. So thank you both for absolutely everything. I couldn't be more grateful. Well, thank you, Austin. And thanks to everyone downloading and sharing this podcast. Subscribe and meet us right back here next week. 